Have you ever met a jaded nurse? So negative, or they're so hard to manage, or they're so difficult to deal with. One of the main reasons is that terrible environments create terrible people. If you stay within that toxic environment, you will become toxic. If you were like, yup, yup, check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark, like on all those things that I just said, voila, you got yourself a toxic environment. This is the Nice Veins Bro Podcast, the number one podcast for nurses who want to live that next level life. I am Nene Pablo, host of this podcast, registered nurse and creator of Nice Veins Bro. I am back. I am back. This is episode eight. I'm excited because I actually heard a, a statistics a while back that uh, podcasters who, who start uh, actually give up after the seventh episode. So this is the eighth. I'm not going anywhere. All right. Estoy pegado, papa. This is going to be for the long run, for the long haul. So glad that you're joining us today. Today, we are actually talking about toxicity. Toxicity within nursing, what an important topic because we see it everywhere. When I say toxic, I'm not talking about uh, nursing itself. Praise the Lord. The actual uh, profession itself is not toxic. It's elements in the profession that are toxic. And I'm talking about things that make you cringe when you think about going to work um, not necessarily the kind of work. If you actually hate the kind of work that you do, uh, maybe it's that you're just not um, aligned with your right purpose with your life. Uh, I'm talking about the people who love what it means to be a nurse, but get a pit in the stomach when they talk about or when they think about going to work. They feel like they want to run away the other direction. That is toxicity. Um, it could be lots of different things. So I want to define it. I want to uh, say why really it's the downfall of our profession, why it's causing so many people to leave. I want to share a really, really, this is staggering, a statistic that I saw that when I read this, I was shocked. This is a recent, um, a recent study. I think they actually did it in 2022, um, but it's a study by ShiftMed and Wakefield Research that they, it's, it, again, it's a small study, but I think it speaks volumes. You ready for this? I don't think you're ready for it. 65% of nurses say they are likely to leave the profession within the next two years. 65. That's almost seven out of 10 nurses. I want you to picture that. Almost seven out of 10 nurses are thinking to leave. They're, they're thinking to dip. And then you hear all this, you know, all these people saying uh, that there is a shortage. They're not even ready for what's coming. Okay. People are turning their backs and leaving. Or actually, that's the other thing. It's not even the job. It's the profession. So that's a scary, that's a scary number. Um, and then 36%, according to the study as, uh, as well, 36% of nurses would not recommend the profession. Um, and that's an increase from 28%. Uh, back in 2021. That's one year. That's one year. In in 2021, it was 28%. And now it's 36%. So people are saying, I'm leaving the profession and I'm not telling, you know, I'm not suggesting this to nobody. I'm not telling my family that it's a good profession. I mean, that is that is a serious issue. And we could sit here and talk about all the different reasons why um, I think um, what we're going to talk about today, the toxicity that is within the, to the element of toxicity in many jobs within nursing could be a reason. There's many, many, many reasons. 
And I think this part of nursing or many nursing jobs, I should be clear on that, um, this part of many nursing jobs is what is turning people away. Toxicity, the downfall of our profession and how to escape it. We want to escape the toxicity. We don't want to uh, just suck, suck it up and live with it. We want to eradicate it. Either eradicate it or escape it. Hola mi gente, everybody has a crazy nursing story to tell. If you want to share yours with the world, send it to me. I'll feature it here on the podcast and you can get my take on it. You can also ask me questions, love questions. Remember, HIPAA rules do apply when you're telling your story, of course, and I will make sure you remain anonymous. I don't know what you're waiting for. Send me a message, nicevainsbro.com slash podcast. That's again, nicevainsbro.com slash podcast. Looking forward to it. All right, so there are many kinds of toxic elements to nursing. Again, I don't want to say that it's that actual nursing profession, but many toxic elements to the jobs within nursing. I think it's, it, we've got to be clear about it because um, many people blame nursing as a whole blanket. And I, I would love to correct these people whenever I hear it because they go into it with the right intention and they still have the right intention, but then they turn around and walk away because of the job. Because the job that they have within nursing um, is toxic. The environment is toxic. And so it's not necessarily nursing a lot of times. It is the actual area in nursing or the job that they have within the nursing profession that is causing them to leave, the toxic elements within that job. And so I'm going to list um, many of the things, and, and I want you to pay attention to these because you may actually be noticing a lot of this in your job currently. So if you understand this, I feel like your heart's going to just start beating faster. You're going to be like, yes, I'm experiencing this right now. Because uh, a lot of people, maybe they go to nursing school, they have a passion for it, they graduate, and they're excited, but then they start their job, and they realize something is wrong, something is not right. We have to name the problem before we can try and fix it. So that's what we're going to do, okay? Leadership neglect. This one is probably the most recognizable within nursing. You you talk to a nurse, and like some of the first stuff that they say about either hospitals or or people who are their superiors or leadership, um, they feel like are not able to relate to them or they are neglecting the needs of the people who are on the front lines. What you see at the top trickles down. And if you don't, if you don't got good servant leadership at the top who's willing to listen, who's willing to, to serve and to address some of the big important issues, it is going to affect everything. I don't care what you say. You can have as much personal responsibility as you want, which I am all about. I am like the number one champion about personal responsibility. But if you've recognized that leadership within your employer is is lacking or is neglecting the needs and is not keeping a pulse to what is going on on the front lines, it is going to affect what you do on a day-to-day. That is, that is hands down. Another thing that kind of goes along with this is the profit over people business model, which so we see so much in healthcare. And I tell you right now, the people who go through nursing school, 
uh, you know, most of them, I would love, I would love to say that most of them go with the right heart to help people. Okay. And, and there's a, it takes a lot to say, I'm going to dedicate my life to do this. And so it is definitely people over profit. We talked about this in our last series about what it takes to be a real nurse. It's the heart that goes behind it where you say, you know what, I'm going to, um, it's, it's, this is a very humanitarian job. And so I think, I think when you start to market yourself like you're a humanitarian um, company or business or hospital, and then you actually start to make moves that are profit over people, that is a lack of transparency and it is lying and is downright toxic, okay? Because once you begin to um, let go of your mission or your original mission or, or you start lying to people, then it's actually toxic. So you, when, when you start seeing moves within hospitals or within uh, areas of work where people are making changes or starting to put policies in place that actually help the profit and actually diminish the care of people that you are taking care of, care of, wow, did you hear that? That was so Hispanic. <laughs> um, when, when you start to see policies that are put in place that actually take away care and attention and love from the people that you serve and put more attention to profit, that's a red flag. That is a toxic environment. Another one, gossip. Oh my goodness. Trash talking. We, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, I'm gonna get in trouble for this, but the majority of nurses are women. And how do I say this? You talk to nurses and they will tell you, I rather work with men. There's a, it's a majority of women. I think men only comprise maybe 10%. I don't know. I have to get the statistic on that, but I'm not sure. I think it's about 10% of nurses out there um, are men. I've experience this. I have a lot of uh, female coworkers that will tell me I rather work with men hands down any day. There was one nurse that told me that she would rather work on a unit with all men and just her specifically because there is a lot of drama. There's a lot of gossip. There's a lot of trash talking. And I'm not saying that men are totally immune to trash talking and stuff or gossip. Okay. Men do the same thing. They have Kind of, you know, they have toxic traits in a different way as well. But there is this stereotype, and I and I think it is for a reason. When women want to sort of deflate from a frustration, they tend to to talk. Okay, um, and I'm making a general statement, but that's that's typically the way women will cope with something, and a lot of times that leads to gossip and trash talking. But that is, it's it's unhealthy, and it creates a toxic environment. Another toxic thing is the poor work and life balance. And a lot of times that is an expectation from an employer. Like they don't have, they don't respect the boundaries that you've put in place for your own personal life. And they sort of expect you to sort of, you know, leave everything in order to pick up a shift because you've got to help your coworkers out. Uh, many hospitals are that way. Some of them are not. Some units are, are really good about this. But there are places where it's just an expectation to have a really poor work-life balance. Or having an extreme workload. When you think about the uh, patient to nurse ratio, um, earlier I was reading 
um, an article and it was saying that the majority of nurses, it was another study, I can't really, I can't remember what the study, exact study was saying, but it, or the exact percentage, but it was a very high percentage of nurses that feel that patients are suffering because of their, because there's an extreme workload on the shoulders of a nurse. Um, when you think of the patient-nurse ratio and the safety of the patients, um, when you have a short-staffed unit, that is that is not healthy. Okay, it can lead to very, very toxic, uh, a very toxic environment when you are when you are short-staffed, and it's just an expectation to have this extreme workload, or they give you more patients just because that's that's the culture for nurses who really care about patient outcomes. This would be a, a major issue. Another thing is the rude people just cannot see the cup half full. They always have to see it half empty. Negative, rude, demeaning, people in general who are just miserable. You know what I'm talking about. That is a negative environment. That is a toxic environment. Another one is hierarchy and the rankism. Like if you've got certain nurses, we've talked about this before as well, where they think that they're better just because they work at a certain specialty or they have a special connection with some kind of, some kind of doctor. So they automatically think that they can boss people around or they are trained in a certain skill or they can, you know, they, they are charged. So because they're charged, they feel like they can just demand things from everybody. There's like this rankism or hierarchy that can cause a really negative work environment. Um, politics. Politics plays a role as well um, not only just regular life, oh my gosh, politics is, especially in the last, uh, politics within a hospital. I mean, I, I don't even want to get into this, but just cover your butt kind of, you know, policies that they put in place to make sure that the hospital just doesn't get sued. You know, charting stuff that you re- really didn't do or you can't really reveal your mistakes because you're going to get in trouble or retribution for for stupid small stuff or even if it's big stuff when the retribution is more about like you get fired and people start getting fired left and right and all this stuff like I get the importance of keeping patients safe but then there's all there's also this toxic environment where you cannot learn because you cannot make mistakes like the whole situation with freaking uh what's this one nurse uh Redonda Vat. I mean horrendous mistake horrendous negligence, you know, where she she was uh, criminally charged and all this stuff like uh, an ANA came out then later saying that it was, you know, they were afraid about the situation where you, you know, the environment in which you can't, you're not allowed to make mistakes because if you do, then you could be criminally charged. That's not a healthy, you, you're afraid to reveal your mistakes because uh, there's no learning opportunity because then you are just, you are punished for a sincere mistake. Fear-based motivation doesn't work. All of these, and and the list can keep going and going and going and going. But the point that I want to make is that we've got to we've got to analyze where we work, and we've got to identify those things that I just said. If if you were like, yep, yep, check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark, like on all those things that I just said, uh, well, voila, you got yourself a toxic environment. <laughs> so, you know, have you ever have you ever met a jaded nurse? A lot of times the reason why nurses are so negative or they're so hard to manage or they're so difficult to deal with um, and they're so negative is there's many reasons to it. But one of the main reasons is that terrible environments create terrible people. You know, that's just, that's, it's the truth. You know, if you don't want to be a terrible person, a nurse, you've got to leave the terrible environment. 
you've got to leave the terrible environment. If you stay within that toxic environment, you will become toxic. You will become toxic. The main point I'm saying is um, we've got to identify what it what it means to be in a toxic environment or in a toxic job or the toxicity when it comes to nursing. We've got to identify those flags or those um, those key elements so that we can recognize it and say, oh, this is what it is. Let's put, let's put a name on it. Let's point at it and bring it to light, okay? Because here's the hope. Here's the thing that we can look forward to is the fact that you can escape that toxicity. We talk about uh, toxicity in nursing. You can escape it. You can escape the toxicity in the job that you have within this profession. Um, you do not have to suck it up. You don't have to just deal with it. You don't. Ha- this is not something that um, you have to get up and leave and stop being a nurse because being a nurse means you have to work in a, a toxic environment. That's just not the case. It is not the case. So I want to share a little bit of encouragement and tell you, you don't need to work in that environment. You have an option. You have options, in fact. You have multiple options. There is a way to escape toxicity. And I'll tell you exactly how I think we ought to escape toxicity. let's talk about it. Let's dive right into the solution because I'm all about the solution. You don't have to leave the profession. We talked about almost seven out of 10 people are leaving. And by that, you know, by those standards, like in two years, we ain't going to have no nurses. And then we're really going to have a nurse shortage. So you're listening to this podcast and you're saying to yourself, all of those elements that you mentioned before about identifying toxicity and what it means in a job within nursing. And you're just like this, you are describing my current position, my job. And I've been here for a while and I do not know what to do because if I stay here too long, like I said, terrible environments create terrible people. You feel like you cannot escape. You can. And I want to share with you what I think is helpful. It's a three-step process. You start with step one, and that is to evaluate. Step two would be to speak up. And then step three would be to leave. So let's talk about that. The first one is evaluate. What do I mean by that? It's probably you. <laughs> oh, what else would you expect from me? Uh, I, I'm the personal, you know, responsibility guy. The first thing would be to evaluate. Evaluate whether it's you. Am I contributing to the toxicity? You know, bashing other people. Am I? you know, talking negative about certain things? Am I, am I spreading negativity instead of posi- positivity in my, on my unit? Um, that's a serious question. And some people are are not willing to even ask it, uh, let alone be honest with themselves. Maybe it's not the entire workplace that is toxic. And maybe it's like one person or several people. Um, in that case, you know, a better approach would be to deal with that issue, you know, that localized issue and maybe have a conversation. Um, Pray about it. If you believe in the power of prayer, and um, I certainly do, that is that is the first line, basically. That's the first step. And it's the easiest thing to do as well, is to talk with God about it, ask him to change your heart, and then you can even ask him to change theirs. Lord have mercy. 
the second thing that we talked about is speak up. If you don't speak up about something that you know is wrong or the toxic environment, I don't, you know, expect backlash. You're going to get backlash. You're going to probably get a supervisor or something like that when you go up the chain of command where they're going to, you know, question whether you're just being, you're just weak sauce and you can't handle it and all this stuff. But at least you will walk away knowing that you said something. You don't want to be the person who complains about something and just suffers in silence or leaves in silence. You want to be able to speak up. And the reason is because you are not only advocating for yourself, but you may actually be advocating for someone else who's too afraid to, st- to stand up for themselves. And so speaking up, speaking out against something uh, within your work environment that is toxic is, is absolutely part of being, uh, you know, it's a nurse's trait. It is advocacy, not only for others, but for yourself. So speak up about it. And then if none, if those things do not work, and you give it time, of course, if those things do not work, then I would say you've got to you've got to leave. And this is probably one of the hardest things to do because you may you may love what you do on a day-to-day basis. But if you know that the environment that you're working in is actually creating you to get jaded over time, which I think happens to many nurses, then it actually affects not only you as a person, your body, mind, and spirit, but it also affects your practice. It affects the approach that you have for every other patient, depending on your care for the future. That's that's how serious it is. The, the current toxicity that you are working in affects how you will view everything you know, moving forward. And so the longer that you put yourself through that toxicity and say, well, I just need to muster up the strength to just endure, you know, and just ignore and all this stuff, you've got to have that balance and you've got to say, no, okay, I'm drawing the line here and it's crossed and it's now time for me to leave because your growth will be stunted. And you you can't let that happen because it, it's not just affecting you, but it's affecting whoever you will take care of or interact with in the future. So that is this is critical. And, and the way to do that, to jump ship, is to do it in a positive, in a peaceful way. You don't want to leave and contribute to the toxicity by by leaving and you know, you know, flipping off the manager as you walk off the. You know, <laughs> that's not it's not leaving in peace. You want to be able to leave in a in a good way without burning any, any bridges, with dignity and with respect to those that you are leaving behind there. Because that is what a, a real nurse, a good nurse would do, okay? So you want to strategize, make a list. I would say make a list if you are working at a place where it's very toxic, make a list of your options or or the positives and the pros and cons of, of working there as opposed to trying to get another job. Make a list and if you've got way more cons than pros, I think you gotta, I think that's a clear green light for you to step on out of there. Um, but yeah, strategize the way that you want to step away from that. Maybe in order to make a smoother transition, if you want to change, um, you know, working from a hospital to a a clinic or something, maybe you want to go PRN at the hospital. Um, I know many people, I, I actually did that. I I'm, and I'm still PRN at the hospital, but it's a great way for you to, okay, now I'm going to lower my hours. And since they're always short staffed, you can always pick up. So it's not like you can't pick up, you know, extra hours if you need to make more money while you're sort of trying to look for a new job. But the point is that you're 
you're transitioning to a different role and you don't got you don't have to just you don't just cut it off you know cold turkey so i would say that evaluate uh your situation pray about it um maybe it's you <laughs> and speak out make sure that people are aware and a lot of times when you do speak out uh other people will back you up um you know so speak out don't be afraid of the backlash expect it and then you know number three would be to just leave just leave the situation so that you can grow in a different place and it will it will probably be the best decision you've ever made in your life i know people who say that when they left a toxic environment it transformed their entire life from there from then on moving forward so it may be the scariest decision but it may be the best decision you could ever do for you and for your practice and for the patients that you will see moving forward Hey, I just want to thank you for listening. It means the world to me, especially because at the time of this recording, I'm still only a couple months from starting this whole thing. So if you're interested in helping me build this brand even more, please share this podcast on your social media and grab some merch from the website at niceveinsbro.com. Got some great stuff there for sale. Send me a DM on Instagram and share some encouragement, some love and some hate. I will welcome that too, but don't be shy. Talk to you soon. My goal with this podcast is really to help you live that next level life. I really want to send a message to the world to say that nurses live fulfilled. They live their best life. They have they are happy. They are. They have. They're full of joy and life. They live vibrantly, and so that's that's my goal when I when I talk about these things on this podcast. If you believe in in that mission, and and you and a lot of what I said resonates with you, or you feel like someone can benefit from some of the stuff that we talked about today, um, I really want to encourage you to share it with someone. You want to help build this brand? Share it with someone. Send it to someone um, on your social media. Or you know, text someone and say, "Hey, you ought to check this this podcast out." I would really, really appreciate that. That's it for this episode. I want to remind you to be a positive force within healthcare and society. Que Dios me lo bendiga. When I would listen to podcasts before I became a podcaster myself, I didn't realize how much leaving a five star review helped, and so. Now on this side, I just want you to know that it really does mean a whole lot when people review and share the content. So if you enjoyed it, please share it with somebody and leave a five-star review on whichever platform you use, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And if you're interested, you can also find us on social media at NiceVeinsBro or shop online at NiceVeinsBro.com. My personal stuff you can find under Nene Pablo, which is spelled N-E-N-E, P-A-B-L-O. I spend most of my time on YouTube making vlogs and videos and on Instagram. So I would love to connect with you. And remember, be a positive force and influence within healthcare and society. It's all about God, wellness, and purpose here. Thank you for listening. <laughs>